Okay, everybody, you hear those sirens? We are on official quarantine. I am your host, Gio. Welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene. I'm with my co-host, Rob Thomas. Rob, how are you? Oh, my goodness. Um, Ladies, gents, exes, thank you all for being here with us right now. I'm glad that we can still have, I'm so blessed to have this community feeling blessed to have you being with us remotely um, in your sterilized ear pods or headphones. You know, those ears, they get waxy uh, and you got to make sure that they stay clean. You know, that's, that's hygiene. And I think um, it's important now more so than ever. I feel like as a community, we've been talking about this for years. We've been training for this for years. We've been under self-quarantine countless times before. So, you know, this really feels like our moment as a community to really step up and show the world um, what it means to be, to practice safety. Uh, You know, viruses, I've never seen a virus, right? Have you seen a virus, Gio? No, no. I have looked far and wide for viruses. I can't find any of them. I got a lot of them on my computer, but I don't Mm. see them. It's a digital virus. Right. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like a ghost in that way. You, and you millions. get possessed. It makes you feel bad. And millions of ghosts. I want you to consider a virus as little spores, right? Millions of little spores. And all it takes is one to get you sick and or possessed, just like a ghost. Wow. That's incredible research, Rob. And yeah, we've been training for this for literally years. You know, I use antibacterial holy water. I don't know if I ever told you that, but I do. That is an extra layer of protective, I would say goop that I lay on myself every day. And yes, you know, it does cost a lot more. And yes, you know, when I take all the antibacterial, you know, hand creams to my priest, he does ask a lot of questions. But that's, at the end of the day, he does it because he believes that I believe it's going to help me. And it has. Effective immediately, I'm, I'm charging people millions of dollars for, for the stuff that I have because it's fermented, it is, it's old, and all of that antibacterial creams, they're only going to get more expensive, right? And you've seen the stores. It is a literal ghost town. Go to your local Trader Joe's. It's empty. Go to your local Walmart. It looks like there was a, a Godzilla, and a Godzilla inhaled the entire contents of the store, right? Like he was smoking a vape. Rob, what, what about um, where you are in your undisclosed location? How is you know how, how is how are the Doritos on, on your aisles? Are they still there? You know, I have been inside for most of this time you know fortunately the street team has been helping me out leaving bags and messages uh with little love notes in them um for a few weeks now you know i've been under a quasi quarantine for for a little bit of time now just due to paranormal activity um and having flare-ups so you know i feel like i've been kind of ahead of the curve you know, I've already had, you know, 
toilet paper actually you know filling up the entirety of my basement uh, my entire basement has been toilet paper um, the foundation of my house is actually toilet paper huh. um, so again like you know this is something that is not new to me um, so but I do recognize that this so I see it as our duty to kind of you know initiate everyone else into this process and not to feel so afraid uh, and knowing that we can get through this and knowing, you know, thank you, Gio, for, you know, I know that um, hand sanitizer the, is, you know, the holy hand sanitizer is expensive, but thank you for, like, donating those proceeds to, to medical and paranormal research, um, because I think that's what's really going to help us get, get through this, is making the investments to look out for the, for the larger picture. Um, and just reminding ourselves not to be selfish. You know, I've been, uh, I've had so much toilet paper and I know other people have needed it. I've been going around to houses. I've been throwing that toilet paper on people's houses, you know, roll by roll. You know, the foundation of your home will one day crumble, you know, just like, like many civilizations, but it's the kindness of, of your nature. You'll be the new Santa Claus. People are going to be finding TP toilet paper streamed through their trees and they're going to be collecting it like happy kids on Christmas. I'll, you will become the next Santa Claus, Rob Thomas. That's, that's a guaranteed fact. If, if Tim Allen dies in, in, in this uh, hor horrific plague, I would expect the, you know, uh, vestments and all, all of the gear that comes with it probably to show up at your house in, in roughly two to three days. Uh, so, Look forward to that. Look forward to everybody. If you get TP'd, you know, that's Rob Thomas, you know, coming to, to save the day. And I want you to cherish that TP, maybe even save some of it just as a, as a holy reminder that he did, you know, come to your house and visit you one day. So there is silver linings, right? There, there are silver linings that are happening everywhere. Yes, I will be donating my millions of dollars um, for the hand sanitizer. You take a little off the top of a million, you're still donating a lot of money, right? You know, daddy's got to get paid. Daddy's got to buy some more stuff. And there are ghost people that are unaware of what's happening with the virus too. We don't just cater to humans that are alive. We cater to the dead as well. And the coronavirus is something that is spreading through the ghost communities at a rate that is ghostly exponential. You think you have it rough here. We're, we're the alive percentage. The dead percentage, I mean, the world is full of dead spirits. So if one coughs, 10 hundred of them get sick. The other one sneezes, a million of them get sick. I mean, it is scary what's going on on the other side. And we have to be aware that, you know, we don't live in a world where we're alone spiritually. We have multiple things happening. We have, you know, Saturn and Venus to worry about. They're moving around, changing things. We got Jim Carrey. And now we have, you know, the saddest part of all, all of the rituals, all of the things that keep the world buzzing, right? Just like the, the beehive that it is, have come to a screeching halt. There's no more buzzing. The spirits working, you know, as best boys, as, as microphone handlers, taping down everything. They're out of work. 
the actors channeling spirits. They're out of work. The directors, you know, focusing on the Ouija board, finding out the, 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 the best angles. They're out of work. Everybody in Hollywood, I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and just like, just like all the Walmarts, just like everywhere else, it is a ghost town. I see literal ghosts just kicking cans down the road because they're so bored. And that's really scary because we used to have spirits and everybody working together in, in harmony. And I feel like all this distancing that we have to do, and it's something that we have to do, but that is going to further whatever plot an evil person or an evil entity has because they have time without anybody doing spells. We're the only you know, spellcasters on the airwaves right now. They're going to be able to do whatever they want. And that's a very scary thing to think about, Rob. I mean, it's got me spooked. You know, it's really got me spooked. These are very spooky times. But, you know, all the more reason to, to have our community and to be working with this together and learning about the truth to know that when things do eventually come back on, and they will, you know, there will be some light at the end of this darkness. Um, we will be ready to step into it. And, you know, we're all going to be changed. You know, this is going to be kind of like when I went to the spirit dimension and mm. I've come back and I haven't been the same since. We're all living in this sort of moment collectively. But when we step out, we'll be, we will all be changed and we can't go back. You know, there's, there's no, um, there's no reverse. There's no control Z to this situation. Mm -mm. Um, the, but I think, you know, we will all be stronger for it because we will all have learned new things. And I'm, I'm hoping that we can still come as a community uh, after this as well. It's going to be difficult, you know, but let's take our time. There's no need to rush into anything. Um, but, you know, just know that we have, e have each other. That's a beautiful, beautiful sentiment, Rob. And for that reason, I am. I, I have to apologize to our our fans, this, the street team. We are canceling our our ghost across the universe tour that we were going to start uh, effective next week. Um, I was really excited to announce it too. Yeah, I'm. You know, we had so many pre-sales. We had so many people buying meet and greets. And it just really breaks my heart to know that we're going to have to astral project there, you know, in hazmat suits and that they're not going to be able to, you know, to kiss our faces spiritually or otherwise. And, you know, I, I'm saying, you know, we'll see you later. It's not canceled forever. We will play the Madison Square Garden. We will play the Sydney Opera House. You know, we booked everything. Our tour manager, thank you so much, Jimmy you know, for everything that you did. And, you know, thank you, you know, Kyle for, you know, setting up all the bus routes and everything. You know, we just, we can't do it for the safety of everybody. We have to cancel our Ghost Across the Universe tour. So what I was looking forward to the most, and I'm hoping we can get this back online. It was going to be a surprise, but I think everyone should know, because this was really going to be the tour that changes the universe as well you know we were mm -hmm. going to be conducting seances spells in each of these locations to everyone you know think of the thousands and thousands of people we were we had the roman Colosseum was going to fill 
itself with water for the first time in like 2000 years. Wow. Uh, but that's, we, you know, but we understand that public health is, is greater than that. So we had to put that on hold. Um, but, you know, just stay tuned because this is big stuff and we're committed to, to bringing about um, this performance to all of you as soon as we can. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing, you know, we lead and the world follows. That is the case. That's, that's the way that it's been since we started this show. I, I don't know why we have such an important place in the world. We just do, right? You know, kings are born kings, and we are, we are that way. We are born ghost hunters. And the media, everybody follows us. And it turns out we have that power. You know, we decided to cancel our tour. And the next, within minutes, we find out that Hollywood is canceling or postponing all of their movies. We're talking many TV shows and films. And some TV shows that haven't ever gone on or gone off since they've been on air. And all of these movies have been postponed because of us. They followed our lead and they understood the severity of the situation. Not only is it, you know, taking a chance because the, the audience may never come back. For example, the 007 movies, right? No Time to Die, they just postponed. How much time do they have for No Time to Die, to die? I, that's, it's already contradicting itself. The, the, the fan base, they're going to get angry. They might not even watch this film when it comes out because they've given so much time for No Time to Die that it's, it's like a, it's an oxymoron. And, All right, they're basically in the ICU right now. Yeah, right? they're in a coma or something. They're on a nine-month coma. On, and then what, they're going to pull the plug at the very end? I mean, this is, for mercy's sake, please, show some, some, some dignity for, for this person's life, for 007's life. That's just one example. We're, uh, this is something that really hit hard. When, when the news came, when I heard this, I mean, the only thing I could think of, the only person that I had concern for was Vin. Vin the Skin Diesel. He was, of course, the winner of a Casper for his heroic performance in Dumbo. And now we have his movie, The Fast and Furious 9, Fast F9 is now postponed. They drink a lot of Corona in, in the Fast movies. You know, is, is, there a, is there a tie-in or is this all coincidence? You know, this is showing the importance of, again, of magic and spells, where I don't think the Corona beer, and I'll say for the Corona company, we're not sponsored by them, but as a public service announcement, they, there's no coronavirus in the beer. But, you know, in terms of ritual, drinking the corona beer may have predicted, you know, set in motion these events. You know, everything's connected in a way, even if it's not, you know, the virus in, in the bottles. Um, you know, I've toured the corona uh, beer plants. They're very sanitary. Wow, you know, I, they, they already got people in suits 
they, they scrub out each little bottle with little brushes. So it's like, that's, they're fine. I didn't realize that Coronas grew on trees and call them plants, Corona plants. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. You know, um, and I heard the Corona plant is, is an invasive species that they have under control. And they, that acts like a virus in, in a way, invasive species. So I think that Vin, we all know that he is a sorcerer. He's one of the fastest people alive. Maybe even not even alive. He, he, you know, he could be faster than ghosts. I wouldn't know. You know, um, but here's than death, right? He's out running them. Exactly. I mean, triple X, that's three X's that he's been in. I think he's been in two movies, three movies. That's nine X's. And that's where we get into, you know, F9 and the significance of this movie. You know, this movie has lots of things going for it, right? It's the Corona tie-in, which they were completely sponsored by Corona. So they probably had invasive Corona plants in, in the background and foreground of this movie just as an advertisement. So invasive species, Vin Diesel is calling, calling the coronavirus for what it was, right? And even in the past movies, he's mentioned corona, corona, corona. And it has to be the fact that, you know, he's taking a page from Jim Carrey, from Mussolini, and he's, he was throwing his hat into the prophecy game. And I think, you know, when, you, when you're a bald man and you throw your hat, you expose yourself. And maybe it was a little, much, uh, a little too much exposure, right? Because now we have Fast 9 being postponed. And that's... I mean, this is the... Power. Sorry, go ahead. No, oh, I was going to say, that is just the power of Hollywood to shut down a production when you show too much. That, that's all I wanted to say, that he, he might have, you know, bitten off more than he can chew or drunk a little too much, right? Too much of something. And, and we, we can get into that. But um, I, I want you to, 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 you know, finish your thought. What were you saying? Yeah, I was going to add on the same same way. This is the kind of power that we're dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some of the most powerful stars in Hollywood, you know, that usually shine very bright. Uh, but they're no match to the spell that we are all under right now. It is really humbling to show. You know, we, we have these larger-than-life personalities, larger-than-life sorcerers and witches, and they are not immune to magic done upon them. Yes. Uh, and this is an important lesson. You know, no one is more power. You know, th- there's always going to be powers higher than, than yourself. And no matter how strong some may be, there's going to be someone stronger. Um, wow. You know, and I think this is a warning call. And, I, and you know, I'm not sure if everyone is listening to it as well um we have lots of did you hear that i heard that somebody's listening i mean you someone's said, listening you said no one was listening to it and i heard that sound that sounds like somebody picked up a phone or something and, and is listening now there's Good. an open I, line yeah is is vin in the is the spirit of vin in the room i i hear breathing heavy breathing it could be Vin. And 
Vin, please, please don't say anything because I, I know he charges by the word. We'll just let him breathe for a while and just know that, yes, he is here, everybody, and um, special guest Vin Diesel has, has appeared. So this is the thing. Um, and Vin, I, I don't want you to get offended when, when we're talking about you because we know how powerful you are, obviously, you know, but you are a good friend. You know, I handed you the, the Casper my, myself and, you know, you looked at me and you said, this is the happiest I've ever been in my whole life. So that was, that was a good moment that we had. So I think I can be honest. Um, you fucked up, Vin. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but you did. And I'm going to explain why. You made and released a movie called Bloodshot. Bloodshots or something. Some, something of the, one of the two. I think in, in Europe they call it Bloodshots. In America they call it Bloodshot. Um, I watched you know, the preview to this movie. Um, and you took... You were at a bar, okay, and you you went behind the bar, pulled a bag of blood out of the refrigerator, the mini fridge, and poured yourself nine shots of blood and started to slam them one by one, taking shots of blood. And, I mean, I, I know that, you know, it looked very cool, and I know that when when you finished everything, you know, you gave a nice little grin and a growl and you said, you know, come see my movie and watch me drink a gallon of blood in one shot. And that was enough for most people to want, want to watch that movie. But I think that Hollywood, they saw that and they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think you're going too far into the truth. We know that Vin Diesel is, is part of the scene. He's here. He's here with us right now. And you spoke too much power, too much truth to power. And when you drink blood like that, I don't understand what you're trying to, to prove. And, and Rob, I, I know that you've dabbled in some blood play, bloodletting. Now, I know uh, vampirism is, is, is a taboo subject, but blood play isn't really vampirism, right? No, I mean, it de really depends on how you proceed, right? Because, yes, of course, vampirism is all about the blood and certain rituals around blood play, but not all blood play is vampirism. Hmm. Drinking the essence of others, uh, attaining the youth of others through their blood. Um, so, you know, and, that, and if you do that, you know, it, if you give blood, it doesn't make you a vampire. You know, that, that would mean like every red cross would be like a, a vampire haven. Um, there may be some vampires in the red cross. I've, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're, there's still some important research being done into this, but all to say like, don't be afraid to, to donate blood. Um, you know, especially if you feel called to do so and if there's a need for it, uh, right. and don't necessarily do it at, at the Red Cross. Cause you know, actually, you know, I, I, they're just the first organization that comes to mind, but there's, could be some vampires with that organization specifically. Um, 
but I digress. Uh, but there's a really specific ritual for vampires, right? You have to drink the blood of the vampire mm. and then have the vampire drink your blood to the point of death and then you're reborn as a vampire. So it's not just drinking of the blood that makes you a vampire. It's, it's a whole ritual. And I, and I don't know if that's what then, you know, you're listening, you know, please like take, take heed to these actions. I think you may have been, um, and like we said, don't, don't speak yourself, uh, but kind of give us, give us a, a, a wink or a nod to, to let us know about your intentions, which mm-hmm. were, you know, maybe trying to avoid becoming a vampire yourself, because this was, this is a film, this is for entertainment, but, you know, I'd also respect your decision to not become a full vampire and have to live with those consequences for the rest of your life. Uh, and, you know, I, I see him nodding and, and, and giving us, uh, like four or five winks in a row. So thanks for that, Vin. Yeah, you know, it it does feel like he was trying to, to to kind of show the world something that maybe Hollywood didn't want them to see, right? The origins, or like our president Haley Baldwin would say, the oranges of the coronavirus. We're talking about a lot of... Uh, a lot of things, right? I mean, none of us know exactly where it started, but there is a speculation that it started somewhere when somebody ate a bat. They they found a bat, they cooked the bat, right? That's That's what they say. What I truly believe in my heart, and, and when I actually projected and, and I talked to, to God himself, he, he didn't, you know, just like Vin Diesel, he didn't say a word, but he did give me some winks when, when I said some things, and that kind of put me on the right path. This man did not eat the bat, okay? The bat bit the man and drank his blood, and it wasn't even a full bat. We're talking a vampire, we're talking a vampire's disease, okay? I don't know who it was. I can only speculate, and I only know one vampire, really, um, that can be in different places at once, that has the power and the means to do all of this. I'm not going to say his name because we're not going to go there. I mean, maybe if Rob wants to go there, maybe we will. But all I'm saying is that, Vin, you know, I want to thank you for, for trying to go there and now having you know the rug from under you just getting pulled because now you can't show you know fast nine and that really that really must hurt right so to uh, to everybody in in the scene i want you to you know send your condolences to to vin you know tell him that you're here for him in this in this hard moment i can hear vin some some tears going down your cheek i know this means a lot to you so um, everybody just, you know, give, give Vin some positive uh, emotional feedback for now because the Fast and Furious franchise is really Vin's, like, premier ghost research, right? Who knows how fast he was going to go in, in these movies? 
And he was actually going to bring back somebody from the dead, going to resurrect them like Jesus Christ in the next movie. So that is um, something that we're going to have to wait for. But that's something that we're getting robbed of. And not robbed like Rob Thomas, but getting getting our stuff taken away from us. Right, Rob? Exactly. So prayers, prayers to you, Vin. Um, and just like our tour, we hope that you know, when those fast, when the Fast 9, the F9 film does come out, it can give us all the clarity that we are looking for. Um, hopefully, you know, support your local Vin Diesel as well, um, as best as you can. Um, you know, he's also taking uh, donations for, for charity as well. Um, so, you know, look up in your local yellow pages in your phone books um, and see where your closest Vin Diesel is and give him some support. I believe I see him usually at the gas stations, right? You got the diesel option. So mm -hmm. make sure to fill your tanks with only diesel gas from now um, on. at this moment. Yeah. yeah. Great, great advice, Rob. Um, now this is something that I wanted to bring up because, you know, the coronavirus has such a wide spread. And we didn't realize how wide this, this was going to get. We, we talked about Jim Carrey predicting this before. Um, and now we have people like Vin Diesel in the mix trying to get, get ahead of the curve. And, you know, that's all well and good. But we also have to look at the victims of this, not just the, the you know, the, the profits. And these are some people that are well known to us. We've, we've talked about this 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 man and his sons and uh let's just go out there and say it you know tom hanks and rita wilson they are you know stricken with the coronavirus right now um they were actually waiting in line at the sydney opera house for tickets to our show when they contracted it um not because of us but it just happened you know this is the way that the world is they they were taking the test while waiting in line and they found out they had it. So, I mean, thank goodness, Gio, for, for our proactive efforts to supplying the test kits at every single venue that mm. our show was going to be, because we knew, we know that we appreciate the, um, you know, the severity of the situation and, right. you know, the street team was able to take Tom and Rita right away to designated uh quarantine areas because that's what that's what we know and you know this is all free of charge you know this is what the hand sanitizer is helping fund um mm -hmm. you know not just the pre-testing but free quarantine sites free um medication um so we're hoping you know others can can step it up because there's only so much that we can do from the opera house and madison square garden and the hollywood bowl so Right. And, and here's, here's the thing, you know, we saw the writing on the wall. We understood what Jim and, and Mussolini were saying um, way before the media did. So we had the tests ready. You know, we had everything figured out. And it's just the fact that everybody else panicked and, and wasn't able to get their stuff together that we had to shut our, our operation down. And were it not for the fact that you know, the rest of the world is, is going to under chaos, we would be just fine. You know, we have our lifeboats ready 
and that's just something that people should be modeling themselves after Ghost in the Scene and our infrastructure. But let's get back to the Hanks because that is something that is just truly incredible. You have somebody who we just talked about, their son in the running for Casper, Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks being possessed for multiple movies. Now his industry is just shut down and he is in quarantine. This is some, something that happens once in a blue moon. Like I said, Saturn, Venus, they have to align. They have to agree to this. And here we have somebody being possessed with possibly a vampiric disease, a vampiric virus. Um, is he powerful enough to, to fight it? Is his, is his constitution strong enough to, to fight back? Does this mean that we're going to have semi-vampires running around the entire world? I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's hard when you don't have all the answers, when Jim won't answer your phone. But here's something that we have to kind of understand. Not only did Tom Hanks tell us that he is infected, but he also gave his support to Vin Diesel in his, his, uh, his diagnosis post. At the end, he's, he signs off with Hanks. H-A-N-X, Hanks. Rob, I know that he signaled to us because we often you know, shout out all the X's and the Y's and all, everybody that, that is um, not conforming to you know, certain gender, um, male, female, or, or anything really. And he is kind of saying, you know, he is an ex, Hanks, him and his wife, they are gender neutral, they're, they're non-binary, they are, they are instead Hanks. And it's a double, double entendre, but it's not sexy. Um, here is the, the second, you know, little tidbit, H-A-N, right, Han, that's, that's the first you know, three letters of Hanks. The person that's coming back from the dead in the Fast and Furious movies is named Han, H-A-N, right? Right there, you know, that's basically them buying a gallon of, of diesel gas right there on social media. So we're, we're not alone, even though we're, we're isolated. You know, you can still astral project if, if you want. You got to wear a hazmat suit, right? There are ghosts out there that are more sick than you think. You know, vampirism is a tricky disease because it goes from host to host. And now it's, you can sneeze. You don't even have to drink shots of blood anymore like Vin Diesel tried to do as, as a protest. Now all you have to do is sneeze on somebody and, you know, they lick their lips and bada bing, bada boom, they become possibly a vampire. I don't want to blame JD yet but he's uh he's in the running guys jim carrey does not seem afraid at all though and that's something that uh rob put, uh, brought to my attention rob you said that jim carrey is you know he's not sweating this at all again this is what we're talking about and the safety for for each other and there's two ways that people are going about this you know people are taking it either seriously and supporting each other remotely 
um, you know, social distancing, or they're going the other way. They're saying, no, this doesn't affect me. No, I'm the sorcerer supreme. Mm. Uh, I, even though I saw this coming, I'm above it all. Uh, none of this can touch me. In fact, I welcome it. I like disease. Mm. You know, Jim Carrey is going on a book tour coming up. So, and he has not had plans to cancel it yet. So he's going to town to town, kind of, you know, um, music man style, huh. you know, kind of hawking, hawking his books, you know, touching all the pages, putting his fingers on every single page of this book, you know, taking the pen and he's signing these books, putting his, his spell, his name on it. Signing and in blood sometimes. Signing in blood sometimes. You know, you know, sneezing, using the, the pages as tissue paper. Oh uh, and you're saying, why would he do this? Why would he want to spread so much disease? And, of course, doing oh. the research, what you find out, you know, this was just breaking a few days ago. HBO, the home boo office, uh, is Whoa. going to be revamping Jim Carrey's character, The Mask. For their series, uh, you know, possibly for HBO Max online. So guess what? You think you're safe at home, with quarantined, watching your streaming your programs? They're going to be bringing Jim Carrey green face, contracting oh as much illness as possible, getting as green as possible, and they're going to be streaming it into your home. Hmm. So possibly, you know, just basically voiding the whole idea of quarantine, just bringing the illness to you. Wow. So wow. that's, that's really messed up. Um, I'm not sure what Jim's end game is on this one to try to make us all sick. Um, you know, maybe if he thinks that we're all weak, that will make him that much more powerful. It seems that Jim don't carry about quarantine. Jim don't carry about quarantine at all. Whether that's for his benefit Maybe he's trying to inoculate people, trying to show the power of being sick, maybe being some kind of vampiric hybrid. You know, don't let it slip that you said revamp. You just said revamp and revampire. That's the full word right there. So, yes, they will resurrect Mr. Greenface, the mask himself, and they will continue to keep the unwashed mask on, on the actor's face. And people will continue to get sick. And even if you're at home, I want you to be afraid of, of your, your door. You know, Moses had a great idea, right? They put some blood on the door. You know, go away spirit or something like that. That's, that's what they said, right? Spirit's not welcome. It's a pretty racist, pretty racist uh, you know, statement to put on your door. I would, I would edit that a little bit. I would say this evil spirits not welcome right just like we do with this podcast we are a ghost friendly podcast we're not friendly to evil ghosts that's not what we are we're ghost friendly to friendly ghosts like casper so in this time i want you to look out for the most vulnerable and that includes friendly ghosts who who don't want to get sick but they're they're in, in in such a tight space you know the entire 
world is full of ghosts and it's such a tight space for them. So look out for them, you know, get possessed by a healthy ghost and share that space for a while and truly look out for each other because I'm going to be here. Rob, you're going to be there. And we're, we are, you know, far apart. Lucky for us, we've always done our, our podcast remotely and that, you know, we've been practicing this social, social distancing thing since we've started this show. So, you know, because of that, I want to say, you know, everybody, even if it comes to a grinding halt, you're going to have ghosts in the scene, you know, right at your ear, ear fingertips, you know, your ear tips. We're going to be there. So I want you to stay in the scene as hard as you can. Because we're in this together. You know, we're, we're sending all of you our virtual kisses, but this is European style. We're not actually touching our lips on your mm. cheek. We're kind of going like side to side Mwah. either and kind of just going through the motions. And to know that we love you and the biggest part about love sometimes is knowing when to, to be apart. Um, but mm. we're still there, right? Um, you can you can miss us, but we're still with you, and we know you're still with us, and that's what's keeping us going as well. So um, I find a lot of beauty in that, and you're all very beautiful souls. Uh, we feel that we radiate that, um, and we will get to the other side, and we'll see you at the Coliseum soon enough. We're going to be there on our boats, you know, with our, our captain's hats and, and our swords. And it will be a fantastic moment for all the crowd. And we're going to have Tom and Rita out of quarantine. And, you know, Chet and, and Colin Hanks are going to be there with their tuxedos, throwing roses into the water. And when, when that day comes, you know, it will all have been worth it. You know, the safety precautions, everything that we've done to take care of our fans, it will be, it will be worth it. So, um, you know, take care, everybody, and, and we will see you guys very soon um, in a theater near you. We love you.